Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Tuesday, June 6th, 2023. It's about 11.15 in the morning here in the East Coast of the United States. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer joins us now. Uh, uh, Tony, you. always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you very much uh, for, uh, for joining us. I want to get right to uh, the news of the morning, which is the explosion and uh, destruction of this dam in Ukraine. We're going to watch some right. tape of it. We'll talk over the tape and... I have a lot of uh, questions for you. So first, it appears we are seeing uh, initial secondary and uh, tertiary explosions. Correct. You can explain that uh, after we watch all of this. And soon we'll see massive, massive movement uh, of water as a result uh, of, these, uh, of these explosions. Here we yeah. go. So whatever is downstream uh, from that dam, and, and not there anymore, right. at least not in the same uh, state that it was in uh, before uh, all this happened. Yeah. And this is within the past 24 hours. You can see the source of this is uh, President Zelensky's uh, office. Okay. Right. So uh, did the Russians do this or did the Ukrainians do it? So who benefits? I always ask who benefits. And I think right. uh, we, we need to reference some history here. Who shelled the, uh, the nuclear plant back uh, last year? Uh, the Ukrainians did. Who actually has the most concern relating to uh, obstacles that were placed around downstream of this thing by the Russians uh, who want to defeat those obstacles? Uh, Ukraine. And ultimately, who benefits from uh, the the psychological value of, of a destruction of a major resource. And again, I think it's Ukraine. So uh, after speaking to my senior analyst who looked at this in detail as best you can within the time frame we've had, uh, I, I, I don't think it's the Russians. I, I think uh, I think Ukraine did this for purposes of trying to to uh, provide additional uh, propaganda value to say the Russians are doing uh, more destruction of infrastructure. I just don't think that's the interest of the Russians. Russians are winning. Uh, everything I've seen over the last day to include their uh, absorption of the offensive, the, the so-called offensive from the, the Ukrainians, uh, the Russians are putting out some pretty high figures, so, someone of some, somewhat, something of just a tick under 3,000 lost by the Ukrainians as they wade into the Soviet, so, sorry, Freudian slip, the Russian defenses as right. they moved into it. And so I think uh, this is, this is, in my judgment, 
done by the Ukrainians. Uh, again, this is total. Uh, this is my assessment based on what few facts we I, have. I think now. it's a very sound, very sound uh, assessment. I, I think the Ukrainians were probably the ones who did it. it, it, it incidental to as and and uh, com complementary to their their summer offensive, which is just underway now. Isn't it crazy for them to have flooded their own territory like this? It's crazy, but again, they benefit by the fact that it does help overcome some obstacles that were placed along the river uh, by the Russians earlier this year. It helps, uh, it lowers uh, the amount, the water supply to the nuclear plant, which again, I think they've been trying to, for any number of reasons, uh, make it look like the Russians are trying to damage that plant. Again, if you recall, Judge, they actually, there was shelling of the plant and, and the Russians were initially blamed. Well, it was the Ukrainians who did it. So again, I am not pro-Russian. It's just, my job is to call balls and strikes. And I right. just don't, I just believe based on the current combat circumstance, tactical circumstance, the people who benefit most from this regarding uh, right. Tony, is, is, situation is, is this Ukraine. sophisticated military strategy? Is it reckless or it's is it desperate. something else? Desperate. So in my judgment, looking at history, and I do a lot of, when I'm not show prepping for things like this, I'm actually trying to look at, at historic uh, uh, examples. I'll look at battles from World War II. I'll go back to World War I. I examine different strategic uh, factors relating to how tactics are used to uh, to achieve strategic objectives. In this case, I believe the, the tactical efforts by the Ukrainians are focused on doing three things. First, perceiving, creating a perception that they're not losing. Uh, that they're still on the battlefield, uh, and, and secondly, that their presence on the battlefield is actually uh, uh, something that will overwhelm the Russians, and third and most importantly, that the West needs to triple down on supporting them. Those are, I think, the, their strategic objectives. Uh, right now, this to me meets uh, those three objectives by the fact that it, it, they're trying to play the victim card, saying, see, the, the mean Russians going uh stay with us. And that's why they're trying to distract from their combat losses, which, again, I, I don't have the full numbers, but the, the, the offensive is not going well, according to what I'm hearing. So you always you want to distract uh, your your uh, those who want, who uh, who you want to impress with, you know, hey, look, they're 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 being mean to us. And they are. I mean, the Russians are being mean. It's a, it's a war. But I'm just saying I don't think the Russians were behind the, the, the blowing up of the dam. But, how, but how Ukraine, is Ukraine is going to be killing its own civilians with this flood, no? I don't think, I, I, I suspect, and this is another thing we're going to have to find out, was there a warning given? Because whoever gave the warning about the water coming probably knew that they were going to blow up the dam, just saying. Uh, those things normally, uh, there is some level of kind of surreptitious moving of people if there's a belief that, that something like that's going to happen. Again, I, the, I, yeah. Here's President Zelensky uh, last week saying that uh, his, his folks are, are ready and prepared for the offensive. In my opinion, as of today, we're ready to do it. We would like to have certain things, but we can't wait for months. We strongly believe we will succeed. I don't know how long it will take. Just a, a clip from an interview he gave last week. Yeah. Now, watch this second interview, and I'll um, read the subtitles for the benefit of our of colleagues that are uh, have this on audio only. Uh, the second interview, and listen to what he calls President 
Putin. Any of our Western partners, they have to understand what specifically they are afraid to lose. His cons- he is afraid to lose his constant Soviet-style threats about nuclear weapons. All of these are signs of a weak man. And that's how we have to act. A cornered animal. He is afraid of losing his life. He must be afraid of the strength of the world. Now, Tony, uh, PR for his uh, political base or serious analysis here? Uh, I'm not a psychologist, but this uh, has the earmarks to quote those 51 idiot intelligence officers who did that letter regarding Russia Russia uh, interfering with the Hunter Biden thing. Right. This does actually have the earmarks of, of psychological projection. The, the Russians are not cornered. I mean, again, uh, I just look at the numbers. The, the threat of nuclear weapons relates to uh, essentially re- reminding the West. Not It's not about Ukraine. It's about the West. It's about NATO and, and, the, and Europe saying don't, don't dare actually plan to engage the entire uh, military structure of NATO against me because it, bad things are going to happen. So that's more about deterrence. And that's a game that the Soviets and Russians do play. Uh, Biden, as I've said on your show and others, Biden does not seem to understand the language of the Cold War, and that's what Putin is speaking. And Zelensky apparently is not uh, uh, not attuned to that language of what what it really means. So I'm just telling you that 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 uh, I don't see the Russians cornered. I don't see them suffering any catastrophic losses that they can't quickly re- recover from. And uh, the whole idea that uh, yeah, it, this is all Soviet stuff. But it's not. It's he's uh, Zelensky is either purposely mischaracterizing it or doesn't understand that. Uh, yeah, they're speaking the language of the Cold War, and uh, and they're being very clear on what to expect if, if things go, t- go forward. I'll tell you who I think is cornered, and, and you and I and our colleagues on the show have discussed this many times, and that's Joe Biden. Oh yeah, Joe Biden, uh, Tony Blinken, uh, Lloyd Austin, oh. Jake Sullivan. They have the administration. In a corner, there's no, I'll keep using this phrase, there's no exit ramp here. No. I mean, they could negotiate today or negotiate in two years. The difference is 100,000 human lives and 100 billion American dollars. Right. So to that point, there, well, the, 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 there is one exit ramp to your point, which is negotiations. My judgment is this. Uh, it's time for Biden Lincoln, Austin, to recognize that the suffering of the Ukrainian people is not worth the Victoria Newland neocon-focused effort to weaken Russia. It's 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 not it's not ethical. It's not proper. And uh, my, you know, I, I don't believe you should engage in a war where you are wholesale encouraging the suffering of the whole population. Right. Even if and so that's what I see here, and that's what I see utter uh, disregard by the Biden administration in right now. Um, Has the um, Ukrainian military defied expectations since the Russians haven't seemed to move too much farther west in the past couple of months? Or is their status quo some part of the Russian plan? I've given this a lot of thought. And let me give you my 
assessment. So please. Basically, the whole entry of the Russian military into Ukraine was badly done. It was badly done because it wasn't planned well. There was presumptions of certain capabilities which were either underfunded or corrupt within the Russian military. And Putin's belief in his military was not founded. But the reason, Judge, it happened that when it did is because, and a lot of people thought it wouldn't happen. I was one of those saying, yeah, no, he's going. He's going, and this is why. I gave assessments why, and he did. But the, re the primary reason he went is because of the perceived weakness of Joe Biden. Uh, because of the serial failures of, of the Biden administration, they've been unable to do anything to actually show strength. So that's why Putin saw the opportunity and launched. It didn't go well. It didn't go well because, again, he saw weakness uh, on Biden and said, let's go. Biden even said, oh, if he just takes a little bit, it's going to be OK. So Biden actually encouraged the, the incursion. So the Russians weren't prepared. They did badly. Uh, OK, They've now corrected that. They've had a year to kind of figure out, okay, this is not going to be the cakewalk we thought it was. Gee, where have we heard that before from our own folks? And they're now serious. They're now committed. And I think the strategy is one of attrition. So I don't think you're going to see massive, uh, you know, blitzkrieg-style thrusts into uh, the, the interior of Ukraine. I think it's more about a game of, of degradation of, of Ukraine. And I haven't seen anything to change my belief on that so far, based on what the, both sides. But has Russia, Tony, even been able to take what it claims is legally part of Russia? Well, um, in, in other words, is this yeah. war of attrition intentionally? Have the Russians stopped intentionally where they are, or are they unable to go farther west? They are not able to go farther west without, I think, creating the perception that they're go out to destroy the Ukrainian people. This is there, there's a very fine line to walk here. Remember, our the audience that Putin is speaking to is the Russian people and the rest of the world. He, he's basically disregarding whatever we think of him, uh, and that's very apparent from his speeches and language he uses. So my belief is it's. They want to be able to create the perception of strength, but strength with with restraint. So I think that the best way to, to do that is like let Ukrainians beat their heads in useless efforts. And then uh, when they're done with that, you can then incrementally move forward and, and, and show that you're, you're trying to do the final thrust into all of these areas you want without trying to be uh, essentially imperial stormtroopers trying to do it. So I think that's it's a very... It's a it's a it's a waltz they're trying to, to do right now. Here's um, Secretary of State Blinken uh, last week, just about yeah. six or seven days ago in, in Helsinki. This will get under your As I've made clear by virtually every measure, President Putin's invasion of Ukraine has been a strategic failure. Yet, while Putin has failed to achieve his aims, he hasn't given up on them. He's convinced that he can simply outlast Ukraine and its supporters sending more and more Russians to their deaths, inflicting more and more suffering on Ukraine's civilians. He thinks that even if he loses the short game, he can still win the long game. Putin is wrong about this, too. The United States, together with our allies and partners, is firmly committed to supporting Ukraine's defense today, tomorrow, for as long as it takes. Joe Biden's favorite phrase for as long as it takes. They can't possibly mean that. They have to be realistic, Tony. If I were uh, 
Blinken's boss. I would recommend him for a psychological evaluation because well, that did, well the, the, the boss not a, needs not one. a word the, of that. The nonsense. boss needs one as well, Tony. Yeah, not a word of that has any uh, anchor in the reality which we face right now. The Russians have prevailed in being able to sustain their gains. Um, there's clear evidence that the uh, the current uh, the current offensive uh, is not going to be of the strength necessary to retain or uh, push the Russians out. Uh, the Everything he said is just fiction. And so uh, I'd look at that as like the fact that he says that indicates to me that Biden is either uh, a uh, uh, basically um, willing to hear bad advice uh, wants the bad advice because uh, again this is not this is not uh, tied to the reality of which we're facing Putin has at least broken even in in the short game because he's retained the territory and ex actually taken back some that they lost in the from last year and there's no indication that the uh, Ukrainians have five to one uh, combat superiority necessary to, to launch successful offensive operations they just don't have it the numbers aren't there judge again I'm not pro-russian I'm just saying, uh, based on the, the tactical configuration of the forces that are there now and, and the initial uh, battles which have already happened, the Ukrainians have no hope of prevailing. Zero. None. Is, is not uh, the standard classical danger of a protracted conflict escalation? Isn't that a realistic fear? that the man we just heard, the Secretary of State of the United States and, and all of his neocon uh, and, and globalist buddies, aren't they realistic enough to recognize that? We need to go back and study the Cold War, especially the Cuban Missile Crisis, to understand how dangerous miscalculation and presumption can be. If, if Judge, this is where I don't know where Blinken studied or what he studied, but he has a fundamental uh, lack of understanding of deterrence. I mean, he does. It's just like, how do, how do you not understand that words matter and how you, you frame uh, your argument has a great deal of, of, of relevance to how your adversary reacts? Again, this is the language of the Cold War, which Biden does not seem to understand. And the very uh, provocative and I, I would say mind-numbingly inaccurate language used by Blinken only is going to encourage Putin to, to continue to do what he's doing. There's, there's, he knows, Putin knows what Blinken said is complete uh, nonsense. No, he will not, Putin will not take seriously anything said by Blinken because he knows it's just like uh, uh, not true. So I think uh, the biggest danger to miscalculate, the biggest danger to, uh, to what you're talking about regarding the potential escalation is miscalculation, which I would argue a lot of folks are miscalculating. And then uh, just flat out, uh, mis miscalculation relating to how an adversary is going to react. And uh, I, I just, I don't, uh, this will not end well for the EU if, if, the, if the Europeans listen to Tony Blinken and his, uh, his nonsense. Some of my uh, uh, commenters, the folks that uh, write to us during the show, want me to ask you if there's a, a realistic probability that the dam was destroyed by the same cabal that destroyed the Nord Stream pipeline. So that, that would be the CIA, the U.S. Navy, and British Special Forces. So I don't know enough about, I mean, I, like you, Judge, I just, I watched the, it, it wouldn't take the level of sophistication necessary to do the Nord Stream uh, destruction to take out that dam. That dam, uh, basically any...
anybody who has a basic understanding of explosives, of weak points, of, uh, of uh, basically, if you had the blueprints of the dam, you could figure out where to put the explosives to do that. So it's not that difficult. So I, I can't assess if it's the same group or not based on the, 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 the significantly different uh, technologies necessary to do the undersea demolition versus a, a demolition of a fixed object the size of a dam. So, All right. So I, I guess we're just going to have to wait for Cy Hirsch to tell us who blew it up. Yeah, I can't. I, can't. I mean, I should. It's, 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 I'm not saying it's not. I mean, it's very possible. I just don't. I mean, we just don't know enough about uh, who did the, you know, the background of the explosives for the dam. So, right. I mean, I'm, I'm chuckling only because he came, he, he, he seems to get all of this right before, uh, mainstream, uh, well, I, look, I, I, you know, as you know, I, I know Cy, uh, uh, he was one of the guys that reported on able danger early on and tried to get it out. So, you know, I, I respect his reporting immensely. So I, I get it. Tony, always a pleasure, my dear friend. Thank you so Thank you, much. Sir. Thank you, judge. Okay. Always great to be here. Thank you. All the best. Morris, we get it. Colonel uh, McGregor, two o'clock today, uh, Eastern time. Judge Napolitano for judging freedom. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.